What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lobster and Beer TV. We have a very special episode for you guys today. We have the edge of NFT guys on the show. Incredible conversation. Learned so much about NFTs. Excited to bring that to you. But before we jump into it, they introduced us to this company called Hot Sauce Pepper Party. So this episode is brought to us by Hot Sauce Pepper Party. It's a pepper party. It's the first hot sauce NFT that allows someone to craft their very own hot sauce and is backed by one of the largest hot sauce companies in the United States. Wait, you're telling me... I could have my own hot sauce. You could. Have, can you imagine like a Big Al's hot sauce? I mean, that would be spicy. <laughs> now, how do I get my hot sauce? These 3D animated party peppers have over 250 traits that also double as ingredients. Collecting three peppers lets you craft your own hot sauce rep recipe, which is then turned into a real hot sauce. The creator of the hot sauce receives the first three cases and the rest goes up for sale on the hot sauce pepper party marketplace where the profits are split between the holder and the community. I believe that means everybody's making some money. Yes, sir. Right now, the hot sauce pepper party discord is giving away a unique bottle of hot sauce every day for a whole year to celebrate the creation of one of the first Web3 spaces for those that love fire and flavor. I believe that's 300. So if you want to check them out, hit the discord link right here. Their website's in the bio. Now let's get into the episode of the voice from Edge of NFT. Woo! Woo! <laughs> What's up everyone, welcome back to Lobster and Beer TV. I'm your host, Brian Thompson. Today's guests are the host of the number one <laughs> NFT podcast in the universe. In the universe. Edge of <laughs> NFT. Josh Krager and Jeff Kelly are serial entrepreneurs and co-founders of Mainchain Ventures, leveraging their experience as seasoned, ventured-backed entrepreneurs to help companies build in the food, fashion, wellness, and crypto industries. Ethan Janney is the CEO of Piano Technicians Masterclasses and has a PhD in neuroscience. Do you have a Do you have a PhD in neuroscience? Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, coming to us live with a lobster and a beer, Ethan Janney, Jeff Kelly, and Josh Krager. Nice. We have to step out of our intros. Like they're putting us <laughs> yeah. to shame here. Uh, <laughs> we never we never get to be introed ourselves, you know what I mean? Like it's uh <laughs> good. It's a, it's a, it's an honor. Guys, I'm a huge fan of the pod. Uh when I was first when my attention was first brought to the NFT space, I Googled NFT podcasts, you know, podcaster where a lot of us these days take in information and learn. And you guys were the first one to come up on Google. I happened to dive into one about uh, with Steve Aoki as a guest, who I'm a huge <laughs> fan of. I work in the music space, and I was like, "This is these are the tastemakers in NFTs." It was really special for me to to dive into it. And since then, man, you guys have been the information upload for me in this space. And so I'm excited to to dive into the world of NFTs with you. But before we do that, as always, we have a lobster roll sitting in front of us. And Josh, you uh, brought a very special ingredient to this. So tell us about what you decided to add to the lobster roll today. Okay, so this was fun, guys. Um, so originally when we were planning this out, 
you know, uh, immediately what came to mind is this like amazing truffle hot sauce uh, that my girlfriend and I discovered called truffle. It's delicious. Um, was going to mix that with some mayo, um, you know, butter up uh, some bread with some garlic and call it a day. But then um, I was hanging out at ETH Denver at a party we were throwing um, called Hydra. And in this party was special because there's this blimp flying around the party, dropping NFTs and money down to people. And, um, you know, it was a little chaotic. So I, I went upstairs to this like um, more private area. And, I'm, you know, a lot of people like to tell us what they're doing in the space. They see the hat. So this guy, Tony, um, came over and or, or socializing and sharing He's doing a, a special sort of NFT project around hot sauces and that he has this great hot sauce company. They've shipped hot sauces all over the world. I was like, you know, I, do you have a hot sauce that would like taste good with some lobster? Like I'm trying to think of like some way to like, you know, spice it up because like Jeff and I were co-owners of this food company. If I'm going to come on to a show and sort of um, throw down, I wanted to do something different, you know, and, and, you know, FGF, freaking great food. That's what life is about. So Tony, so Tony was like, you know, I've got some great seafood hot sauces. When is this the thing? I'm like, it's Tuesday. It's like Friday night. We're drinking. He's like, I'm going to ship you out some hot sauces tomorrow. Done. And uh, so shout out to uh, to Tony. Um, maybe we could talk a little bit more about it, but it's Tony Wild. Um and he's got this NFT drop coming, the Hot Sauce Pepper Party, which is a uh, hot sauce PP um, generative collection. And uh, it's going to be coming up in the spring. So quite apropos for uh, the lobster and beer uh, pot, uh, show that this uh, happened. And uh, Tony sent us three sauces and they were all good. But the clear winner, and this is from a master hot sauce maker, um, Kajans was this black garlic hot sauce. I think it pairs really well with the the sort of heat and the truffle and the mayo. And uh, yeah, we'll see what you guys think. Yeah, we're gonna dive in, uh, Ethan and Jeff. I apologize that you guys don't don't get to indulge in this right now, but Josh yeah, is gonna was... cut. Josh is gonna cut up his servings and share and send them to us in Chicago <laughs> and uh, Florida. Prepared to give it a try. <laughs> I'll send you an NFT of, of it in my full belly. There you go. Awesome. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Guys, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've never had a spicy lobster roll, but I don't know what the world has been missing. This thing is freaking delicious. It's got a great taste. I can yeah. already, though, I'm already starting to sweat a little bit. So <laughs> I, told, I was so excited that you brought hot sauces on because every time we've done it before, this dude, I'll look to my right in the next 10 minutes, he's going to be dripping sweat. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I want to keep taking bites of this, so I'm going to ask you guys some questions so I don't have to talk. Um, before we really take a deep dive into NFTs and talk about what you guys have been a part of for the past year, um, I'd like to give our listeners who potentially have never heard of NFTs web three blockchain technology uh a little 101 information so um whichever you want to take it uh just give us a quick 101 breakdown of what nfts are and uh what excites you about them yeah i, I you know i've been into into uh, cryptocurrency just sort of i would call it weekly since it began i learned about 
you know, what it was back in 2009 and, you know, tried to implement it in my business, but there were a lot of barriers. And, you know, I think now seeing, seeing what's going on now, it, you can see there's momentum, there's an infrastructure, there's communities, all this stuff, which makes it more exciting. Um, but, you know, it was, I think it was about 2015 or so I started doing this project uh, where I would ask people to make an investment in me. Uh, and it was, I, I call, I didn't really know what to do with this very intuitional kind of project, pseudo art project, pseudo business project, but usually it was on the order of like a dollar or something, $10, $100, maybe something like that. Uh, first guy invested four quarters. And uh, what's interesting is I was inspired by a guy, which, which I don't know if I mentioned the last time I've talked about this, who actually used to draw currency um, on paper. And he would pay for his bill with it sometimes. So he'd like draw a $20 bill. The waitress would come. He'd say, hey, would you like my piece of art that looks like a $20 bill? Would you like a real $20 bill? You choose whichever you want. You know, uh, she'd take the, she's, let's say she takes the art. He'd go, okay, I need a dollar fifty change. Just like I would if I give you a real 20, give me the receipt. <laughs> and, and the whole thing turned into art. You know, it, yeah. it, it was an art, but it was currency. And so I was, it was somewhat inspired by that, that those things, that those dollar bills that were invested in me were, were not now really currency anymore. They were now artifacts. Now they were art. And the important part about it uh, for the project is I'd take a photo with the individual that made the investment and had, the bill had to show the serial number in that photo. And what's interesting about that is that if you think about the fact that every dollar bill has a serial number and has a unique serial number, uh, dollar bills, even though we think of them as you know the most basic unit of a fungible token, I mean you could you could give me your dollar, I give you my dollar, it doesn't matter. Those serial numbers, in essence, actually make have given the potential to be non fungible, make each of those items unique. And then what I what I realized I was doing this is before I knew anything about NFTs, and there was not much buzz about NFTs at that point. Um, I was taking fungible tokens, right? They could be traded among each other and turning them into non-fungible tokens, very yeah. unique items that have something important attached to them. So I think that story gives people the essence of what, what makes an NFT, you know, versus say FT or something like that. It, it's a unique item. And then on top of that, there's all these other things baked in that have a lot to do with, you know, computer, computers and programming, things like that. We can make these smart contracts each NFT is kind of like a, a little supercomputer where we can program in not just who owns it, not just unique fac facets and factors of it, but interesting things that will happen to that digital item over time or when something triggers this or triggers that or gets connected to that or gets mixed with this or that. So there's a whole new world attached to all this stuff in addition to them being not fungible. What are some of your favorite um creations that you've seen with digital contracts and uh, what do you see in the future that that could necessarily change certain industries with so, digital contracts? So the, the sort of hundred thousand pound gorilla is Ethereum, right? A lot. It's, it's by far the most used um, protocol for writing smart contracts. And um, you know, you can use Ethereum to mint an NFT, which then is permanently recorded on the blockchain. But there's quite a lot of additional um, platforms that are sort of tied to that. So just to go back a little bit more, you got Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin is the OG. Um, it sort of changed everyone's perspective on sort of um, a fully transparent, open, decentralized ledger. 
Ethereum allows you to create contracts on top of, of Bitcoin, but there are now a lot of other sort of um, either blockchain technologies or blockchain-like technologies that allow you to um, also mint in a way that's open and transparent or sometimes even secret. Um, so you've yeah. got you've got Harmony, you've got uh, Polygon, you've got Solana, you've got the secret network, you've got you've got um, Avalanche, um, and uh, you've got Scale. You know, you you've got man. Uh, we just had Phantom on the show today, which is a super cool, um, very fast chain that people don't don't always know about. So so essentially, um, you know, years ago there was just Ethereum, and and everything was done on Ethereum. And Ethereum is uh, amazing. Um, you know, uh, one of our uh, members of our team just met Vitalik in person at ETH Denver, and he's a legend. But there's yeah. some reasons why you might want to use another chain, um, whether it's, um, you know, different types of use cases. Like uh, one is uh, is gaming. You know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of actions in gaming. And Ethereum has a pretty com complex comp computational um, sort of means to um, to confirm that um, work has been done and, and, and sort of confirm a transaction where, it, where maybe for a game where you're doing multiple transactions per second, you need something that's a little bit lighter lift. And, and that's where Solana comes in for um, one game that's really popular, Star Atlas, and that's where um, other games like DeFi Kingdoms are being done on Harmony or Avalanche. So, um, you know, what you're doing with your NFT and why you're creating the NFTs has a lot to do with what chain that you choose. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of different cool ways that you can use NFTs um, in different sort of use cases from gaming to metaverses to collectibles, to sports and entertainment. Um, you know, the video streaming and, and video applications of NFTs are, are just sort of um, at the forefront. So there's a lot more to it than these little JPEGs that everyone likes to talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, these crazy use cases where someone, you know, bought a JPEG for millions of dollars. Um, you know, the news doesn't really cover the practical and ubiquitous use cases for NFTs, which is why we do the show. Yeah, but to give yeah. you a, an example of like that somebody people know, like Gary V, V Friends, right? Like super easy to understand. Basically, you buy one of those V Friends, you get the artwork itself, which could be valuable as we know, number one. Number two, you get uh, admission to VCon for the next three years. So it's a ticket to that event for the next three years, right? That's programmed into the uh, NFT. And in many cases, you also get another benefit, like a one-on-one, -on -one, like five-minute call with Gary V or um, a live breakfast with him or a consulting session with one of his advisors from his team. These things are directly tied to that NFT itself, just to really bring it to a, a, a real level, right? A lot of people know Gary Vee, and you think this is one way you can use it. So imagine anything, any listener here, any viewer is passionate about, like the thing, is it motorcycles, whatever. Like think of the influencers in that space and being able to actually like interact with them, go to like a really rad event that they're putting on in real life or, or virtually, you know, to get some memorabilia from that person. All this can be tied to that NFT and it's completely immutable. You can't change it. Once it's listed in the blockchain, it's public, it's viewable. It, that commitment is made and that 
uh, value is programmed into it. That's what makes these things like so cool. And I don't know, we all really feel like getting at it from the perspective of passions. The thing that you really love the most is a, is the best way to relate to it. Cause I don't know, man, a lot of people don't care about, you know, video gaming necessarily, right? Like, they may not care about, you know, gaming. And so it's hard to relate to hearing about Axie Infinity and how people are making a living playing this game, right? You may not be able to relate to that. But again, if you're super into like mountain biking poker. or whatever. Poker. Like something, right? Yeah, poker, dude. Poker. Poker. Yeah. Oh, you guys, your last, your last episode, you guys had the, the poker NFT. Super yeah. cool. Right? There you go. Perfect example of it, right? And so we always say like, if you want to get into it and learn about it, like figure out that thing you're super passionate about and try to go deep. There's probably hundreds of YouTube videos about that one subject related to NFTs or the metaverse or web three. I'm curious, you know, what inning would you say we're in with this? So speaking of Gary V, right? He always talks about how he got in early with, you know, Facebook and Twitter and even web one when he did the wine library with his dad's uh, liquor store, you know, right now in the crypto blockchain NFT space, where, where would you say we are for early What's, investors or is it do, even early should, investments at this point now? We should do a poll. All of us should think about our answer. Uh, <laughs> I've got mine. Without group think. I'll, I'm going to say the beginning of the second inning. I'm, I'm going to say, I, I think it, it doesn't seem that way to a lot of people, but if you think about the entire population of the planet, we're in preseason training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're little league. We're little league, man. We're just figuring out. We're figuring out how to man. Each it's of us so goes early. further back. We're, we're, it's we're, so we're... early. <laughs> it's so early. Everybody is going to have a presence in the metaverse 100 percent guaranteed. And it's built on the backbone of NFTs. That's it. It's here. It's already here. But um, we're just starting to get into it. Yatsu. The, the uh, chairman of Animoca Brands was talking about the other day. And he was like, yeah, there's like 10, tens of millions of people in there in the metaverse already, like 10 to 20 million. Guess how many people are on earth, dude? It's like 7 billion, right? We're like 0. 0.00, like one or whatever. Like it's so little, so few people actually in there doing anything right now. It is so early. And it's not just like from an investment perspective, obviously there's investment opportunities, but just building building a business in there, making a component of your business, if it's an IRL business, uh, also in the metaverse, like do something in there, figure it out, just mess around, doesn't have to be anything crazy, you know, but this is the same spot we were in where it was like weird for a business to have a website, right? That, that yeah. existed, that time existed, it was like weird, oh, cool, you got a website and you paid like a hundred grand for it or whatever, you know, to have it built out, awesome, you know, like, Everybody has one now. Isn't it weird that somebody would have a business and not actually have a web presence? The same is 100% going to be true for a metaverse yeah. presence. I think it's we're, we're actually finally getting to the point where people, there are people out there who like their first thing is to that they need to make a website and maybe they shouldn't. You know, I've, I've literally seen that. And it's the same thing with internet and information. We're, we're still, we're getting to the point now where there's, yes, there's information freely available for everywhere, but we're now reaching the breaking point where there's too much information, we can't sort through it, right? But I think, could you go back to your last question? And I think this will be insightful for, for this question as well. Um, NFTs, regardless of how we define them right now, they're a new technological invention period. That's what they are. And what that, mean, what that means is you decide, 
right? There are so many ways in which people have to figure out what they want to do with this because it opens up new doors. If you think about the invention of the printing press, how many new and interesting things have people done with book distribution ever since the invention of the printing press? I mean, we're still making digital books and now making books that met, meld audio and written word and all this stuff, right? So since the invention of, of, of the printing press, there's all sorts of things going on. You think about the wheel. We had a guy on our podcast, uh, a previous podcast of mine, um, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Run With It podcast, where we interview, <laughs> we interview, <laughs> can't hardly think of it because Edge of NFT is like my 24 seven, but the Run With It podcast where we interview entrepreneurs, he invented a new type of wheel. He called it the shark wheel. And it was literally a wheel oh, wow. that had like a square kind of form factor to it. And it was mimicked after a shark bone, right? So, so just, you know, think about what inning are we with the wheel? And we're not even finished with that game, right? There's still yeah. new innovations going on. What are you going to put it on? How are you going to make it go? Are you can put it on a, you know, uh, a segue. Are you going to do this or that with it? So um, that, that's how I think people should be thinking about NFTs. Why is there such a stigma in the media where people are only there no one ever does talk about the smart contract the the different events and everything that comes with the group why do you think it's because it's misunderstood it's still so early that none of them are understanding why aren't more people drawing to the the the, the utility of the nfts yeah yeah it's super early still guys that's the thing is is a lack of understanding a combination of things a lack of true understanding is is certainly a part of it um, you know, conflict uh, and, and kind of devil's advocacy kind of sells, right? So people want to, you know, try to knock it down or whatever. Uh, it's, it's interesting to folks to do things like that. Um, there is a bit of FOMO, you know, fear of missing out, right? And so, you know, people might, might want to throw some, some uh, you know, dirt on it because maybe they, they missed out. Maybe they feel like they were late to the training. They want to prove themselves right. Like there's a lot of reasons. I mean, everyone's different as to why they take that stance. But I think we've demonstrated definitively time and again where there's real value being created on the back of this stuff. This is not like the 2017, 2018, you know, crypto boom and bust that happened where a ton of value was being created on pure speculation, right? There are yeah. real companies going from zero to $100 million in revenue, like real revenue in like six months in this space. That real revenue is being created. In many cases, it's being right uh, right away deployed back into the community, changing people's lives, uh, either directly to the users of the uh, technology or being reinvested into companies like ours. We're building technology to, to drive like the podcasting industry forward um, on the foundation of NFTs and blockchain, right? Um, tons of investments being made in the space. That's a beautiful thing. And that's very different than what we saw in that 2017, 2018 cycle. Are any of you guys doing or have you done an NFT drop yet? As a matter of fact, <laughs> you know, we're, we're putting on NFT LA, which we're super, super stoked about and, and yes. hope you can join us there. Um, and, you know, we, we've got so much demand for this. We, we just uh, had to raise the price of our VIP tickets. I went from 1500 to 2500 incredible VIP awesome. experience plan. There's a dome show with Scott page, a uh, saxophone player from pink Floyd as part of all this, oh, yeah. uh, you know, VIP experience, all oh, sorts yeah. of uh, private access to cool stuff and, and, and more above and beyond what you expected at a typical conference for VIP that having been said, I, no, nobody's really acting on this. I think, I think it's because I think it's because you know 
for NFT LA, we, we get more income if we get our tickets sold that way. But it's my job to promote the Spirit Seed NFTs. Spirit Seed NFTs is our first NFT drop. There's only 100. Okay. And if you get one of those, you also get a VIP pass to NFT LA. If you were to buy one right now, you would pay less than $1,500 for just that Spirit Seed NFT, and you would get the VIP pass. Wow. So you basically get it cheaper than someone on the on the regular market for like no, two-thirds no, the cost. No. Not only but that, you also, yeah, you offset your carbon for a yes. year. You get a living tree NFT, which is the follow-up NFT that's going to give you all kinds of co-creation rights related to our podcast. You'll be able to co-create our podcasts with us. Think of it like from the perspective of like you know community uh -huh. voting. A lot of the stuff that we do, take notes, dude. <laughs> the artwork itself is is done by Nicole Buffett, an amazing artist who uh, whose spirit coins a very similar. Uh, project who's uh, who who oh, we have to be uh, clear because somebody got confused with it. The artwork for our project is is my artwork, but it's inspired by Nicole Buffett. Exactly. And Nicole Buffett's artwork can be uh, can be sort of won by having one of these spirit seeds. You get a one in ten chance of earning one of her um, spirit coin NFTs. Those things are traded. Some people have them on the market for fifty five ETH. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh fifty five wow. ETH! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so 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 yeah i think you know the, the key here though is if you do decide to be a spirit seed holder um uh drop us a dm on twitter at edge of nft um to let us know um so that we can also add you to our secret spirit seed newsletter as well and and uh you know we we like to we like to hook up our spirit seed holders there are homies there are there are ogs and so yeah. um you know, some spirit seed holders have gotten consultations with Nicole Buffett. Um, some of them have gotten shout outs on the show. So you never know what we'll do for you if you're a spirit seed holder. Yeah, I love that. Um, I want to talk by about... The way, by the way, guys, sorry, I have to interrupt you because we said yeah. all that. We have to say spiritseeds.xyz <laughs> without telling people where they can That's find That's a website it. Yeah, where they ahead. can find it. Yeah, spiritseeds.xyz. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll put it right here on the screen so people can see it as well. And we'll, we'll put it in the uh, the info. Description. Down below. Yeah. Um, but... Before we dive into NFTLA, which I'm hyped to talk about, um, if if I was doing an NFT drop, you know, working towards one the next couple months, what would you say are some of the main focuses that I should have based off of understanding the successful NFT drops that you've seen happen in the past? I, I mean, you know, it's it's really hard in this industry to just jump in, create an NFT and expect it to pop. You know, the, I think the number one lesson for me is go down the rabbit hole, both in terms of the research you do, but also getting to know the community. Uh, you can do that virtually through Discord, through Twitter spaces, through Clubhouse. Um, but you also, you know, it helps to go to events, not to plug NFTLA too much, but but being in the mix and getting to know the community because there's a strong community undertone to everything that happens in the space. And you know, if you want to rely on sort of folks that are more web two, if you will, that aren't familiar with this technology, you're missing a huge swath of the market of people that really like to support each other. So I think build a community with intention um, and be part of the community with intention. Um, you know, before you go off and, and start launching an NFT project, that's, that's my sort of lesson number one. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, the community, your own community, if you can bring your own community, right. Um, to, to, to double down on that point. Um, but there's the, there's the technological side of it and understanding what your choices are, you know, around that piece of the equation as well. Again, a lot of this can be learned for free just on YouTube, poking around or whatever, going to any of the, the websites or the projects that, you know, Josh mentioned earlier in the show, places like Polygon or Solana and seeing how people are launching NFT projects within these, um, within, on these platforms because they want you to succeed, right? Like they're building a platform for you to build oh, yeah. upon, right? So uh, you can reach out to them. Members of, uh, of those communities will help you out. Members of those teams will directly help you out. In many cases, uh, they'll fund you. They have grant programs left and right. They have investment pro- programs left and right. As I mentioned earlier, companies are going from zero to 100 million in revenue super quickly, and they're reinvesting that right away back into the community, into their platform. This is one of the ways that they do it. So Figuring out the technology side of it, poking around, learning about it, reaching out to members of the teams. Um, it's, it's a community um, element of this thing, right? It has a very specific purpose, and that's to understand what your technological choices are and, um, you know, do your best to, to try to make a good call, make a good choice and, you know, bring something forward that uh, is right for your community. And every community is a little bit different. Yeah. What would you suggest in terms of building community? Um, you know, is it influencer marketing, getting some influencers to help push the discord of your NFT or is it making really hype promo? I watched, I saw an NFT, I forget the name that we looked at the other day, uh, but they had some really cool promotional videos with graphics that they started on their Twitter and that's all of a sudden started getting a bunch of retweets and that's what got the hype around it. But in terms of say, we got the utility, the utility is great. We have some really good images. So we're sitting on these two good things, but we're not, we're not Steve Ioki. You know, we don't, we don't have a fan base. How, you know, besides just, Hey, start a discord and get it. Like, how yeah, do you get I that mean, community? How do you build it? What, what are your thoughts on it? I, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a grind. Um, nothing comes easy in life. Um, you know, those serendipitous moments where Paris Hilton follows your project, like which happened to Gigi, who we just interviewed. They don't come, um, you know, spontaneously. She'd been, you know, being an advocate for women in blockchain and, and working on her community for, for months and everywhere. And then all of a sudden this happens, right? So so I think, you know, influencers are are meaningful. Um, if they so have- you know, enough- like Paris, if you don't know, Paris is a, a major influencer within the NFT space. Like she's, she's uh, for, for all of her, oh, yeah. you know, social media and paparazzi stuff, right? Like she's really- because well, speak, space. speaking yeah, of her and, in the and, social and, media the, that space we actually had uh tara reed on the show last week oh, which cool. was her best friend back in the day in yeah. that light they were they were that close but no i, I actually have seen that she's been very yeah, influential and, and, recently and, and which is badass yeah and she's checking on projects and so is uh cosmo and and all these people are looking around and 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 sort of so so you know those things come and they help and they're boosters um they're nitro boosters for sure um but 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 they're not sustainable just like you know when you're a startup and you know hiring a pr company in the earliest days doesn't always make sense because you get this artificial lift but then um it goes away if you don't have real communities so i think you can use those and those should be in your arsenal but you also have to just sort of build real community and in 
And, you know, just like Dale Carnegie style, um, you know, I, I really believe and we believe in the ethos of trying to give more value than we get and good things happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Ethan knows, <laughs> I mean, Ethan, speak on like the, 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 the evolution of like our discord, you know, and mm. the engagement scene with the numbers that we have right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, f- fully honest, I think all three of us and many people on our team were like, oh, discord, another thing to figure out yeah <laughs> and, we've heard that you know, yeah yeah and and we started to build our discord and i think probably you know not only we're super busy and we got all this other social media stuff to do and emails to check up on whatsapp messages going on and oh yeah telegram and this and that um it just kind of felt like okay somebody else is going to build our discord you know <laughs> and yeah. and a, a few weeks you know i think it was a couple of months ago at this point right i said all right i'm going to sit in there i'm just going to be in there right and i'm going to like actively uh try to move things along and engage with people and meet people and do some things um, to, you know, just to kind of reward people for getting involved and, and conversing and be a part of things. And I think um, that combined with us adding some new folks to the, to the mix um, around that time. Although I think we actually started to add people a little bit after that um, in terms of promotionally. Yeah. Just kind of getting in there and getting to know people. And I think, you know, you, you guys have a great advantage to you have a, have a program, right? I mean, we have a show, we have a podcast. I mean, think about somebody trying to start an NFT collection uh, where they're just pretending they're going to make a video game one day out of this thing. You know, like if that happens, I'm, I'm pretty positive, right? So, oh yeah, we'll just say we're going to make a metaverse. So we're going to make a video game. And we'll have some fun art. We, we have something that a community can rally around. They can have listened to our episodes. They can comment on it. They can, you know, ask questions about it. Uh, they can give their sort of insights and ideas about what's going on. And so, you know, and rewarding that, right. And having those conversations with those people. And so that, I think that really helped uh, our building our discord in, in addition to some gamification of it, you know, cause, cause I think yeah. people want to have fun with all of this. And you, you said, you some- said when we just jumped on, you, you were doing a, a trivia night on the discord. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Trivia night's going on right now. And luckily we got a few people other, uh, jumped in here, but, but uh, there's awesome. one guy who was going to win the entire day. <laughs> entire day. <laughs> actually giving away ETH in there. for. The, for you guys the are trivia. giving away ETH in your We're Discord away for ETH trivia night. Discord trivia night. That's awesome. What's, uh, what's the Discord? Um, edgeofnft.com slash Discord. Every Tuesday night, we do a trivia night at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and, uh, and we're given, at least for the last few weeks, we give away 0.02 ETH, which is usually like 50 to 60 bucks for first place. And then uh, second and third place get 0.01, which is like 25 to 30 bucks, depending on the price of ETH. And then we give a POAP NFT as well. And the POAPs, uh, again, is like a nice incentive for showing appreciation for people being involved. For people who don't know, it's a proof of attendance protocol NFT. They're actually inexpensive to mint and create as long as you have some artistic and some little bit of technical skill. Uh, But people really appreciate it. And it really rewards them. Like it's, you were here, you participated and you're the only one that gets that. Um, and then you can attach that to various things. So for example, we've gave, given shout outs on the podcast recently. Well, how do I decide who, who are we going to give a shout out to? Well, let me just yeah. see who's got the poll app, right? Cause those are the people yeah. who are engaged and cared to get involved. You know, I love so, that. Uh, I think, I think that answers the question I had earlier was how, how do you build that community? It's, it's one, you know, finding the pieces, like having the, the poker game, and other t- pieces where you can involve community, but then you're actually awarding your community and paying attention to it. It's you gotta. There's no 
I guess at the end of the day, for for our viewers who are watching that, you know, are looking from the outside into the NFT NFT space and being like, oh, I could, you know, I I could do this. It's like any other business at the end of the day. It's like you really have to jump into the dirt, make a mess and really put the work in to make something successful. And that's that's something that's going to be a long term thing. And I want to I want to jump into it because I'm super excited about this NFT LA. You guys are putting this on. Um, I just looked at the the speaker list the other day. Um, I mean, Mark Cuban. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's game back. over right there. But then you 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 know Steve Aoki who you had on the show, uh, Nicole Buffett who you were speaking of earlier. Uh, one of my favorite basketball players back in the day, Baron Davis. <laughs> Let's go. And then uh, my my favorite entrepreneur that I. Uh, I watch his show uh, on a daily basis. Tom Billu, you have coming to speak there. Um, so I'm I'm hyped on it. I think it's going to be an incredible event. Uh, what what? How did it come together? We have been we have been to so many different events over the years, and in particular the last several years, crypto events, and they all serve a purpose, right? And most of them uh, have dozens and dozens and dozens of talks. In most cases, it's like a couple hundred talks across five different stages in this really massive way, right? And you have tons of choice, right? You have tons of opportunity here. You know, again, literally hundreds of people talk, right? But we've always found for us that we kind of leave there a little bit frazzled, you know, like maybe we didn't quite know this was going on or that was going on, pulled maybe a little bit into too many different directions. You run into that paradox of choice where you don't know which one to go to because there's, again, so many to choose from. And we had experienced, I had personally experienced an event out in LA called the Upfront Summit where that was one main stage and they it's put on by Upfront Ventures. It's a, it's a invite-only kind of venture capital uh, conference that brings people together to inspire connections and, and curiosity and and to elevate people in big ways. And man, being, being there with everybody experiencing the same thing at one main stage, you kind of brought along this, this journey as an attendee. It's almost like someone's telling you a story, you know, there's this inciting incident and there's these plot points and they're bringing you through and it's in LA and there's this like really rad entertainment component to each and every transition that happens throughout the day. And it's like, leave that thing feeling really, really good. Like you just got a ton of value for your time over the course of a couple of days. And we said, you know, this is something that we just haven't really seen in the crypto space. And we knew we wanted something with NFTs. Of course, this is the world that we live and breathe right now and have for a long time. So we said, let's let's start there with this idea that we bring people along for this special journey where they have shared memories that leads to connection, that feeds curiosity, um, that inspires co-creation. And, and that was the vision that was the jumping off point for crafting this amazing event that's come together in a really big way. It lands around a year since you started the podcast at Edge of NFT too, right? Literally one. We didn't re- So there's a few things we didn't realize. One, the first time we scheduled it, it was for actually yesterday. Two, 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 two. Or two, 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 or so. I always forget how many twos, but it was, it was the 22nd of February, 2022, right? That's today, um, bro. 
No, yeah. like, that's today. Oh, that's today. That's, that's today. today. That is that's right today. now. Today, the recording of this of this session exactly. was when we would have yeah. had the, the the first day of the of the first. We postponed it just to be safe about COVID and everything, which is an incredible decision. Um, tough at the time, but really makes sense at this point. Um, but um, but yeah, we didn't realize as well as we scheduled the next one for the 28th to the 30th, and we extended it to the 31st. And then I was looking back on our podcast history and, uh, and, and we're talking about March, right? March 28th to the 31st. So yeah. our very first podcast episode was the 29th of March, 2021. Hmm. And the, the second day of our event will be the 29th of March, 2022. And I, I mean, I can't even believe that when I say it out loud, you yeah. know, I can't, it's meant to it. be man. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So just to give a, a little overview of, it, I mean, so basically folks show up on the 28th. We're going to have a really amazing VIP reception for our VIPs, a kick-ass welcome party that, that you're not going to want to miss. Like we're putting a ton of attention on this thing. So you know, think block party, right? Think just kick-ass block party. Yeah. Um, so that's on the 28th, Monday. On the 29th, on Tuesday, we're going to get people over to that conference. And again, main stage, killer talks. You mentioned it, the, the Mark Cubans, the Stevie Oakies, like these guys coming in on the main stage, everybody together under one roof experiencing this. Again, it's LA. So you're not going to want to leave that main stage. There's going to be some really sick entertainment components tying in. We can't announce stuff. You just got to be there to experience it. Um, and there'll be killer talks, but also we're going to have an entire expo hall where in these defined breaks, you'll have an opportunity to get out there and see these amazing projects that are joining yeah. us, all kinds of surprises throughout the venue as well to explore art, uh, different installations, metaverse components, really neat stuff throughout the day. Uh, then you head into the the uh, we, uh, Tuesday, excuse me, um, sorry, Wednesday, the 20, uh, the 29th, uh, Wednesday, the 30th, let me get this stuff straight, 28th, you arrive, uh, the 29th, you get that first day of talks on the main stage, the 30th, Wednesday, we have breakout sessions for the first part of the day, six different tracks. You'll be able to dive in and really get uh, focused on the topics at hand that you're most interested in. You'll be able to attend six, seven, eight um, breakout sessions for that particular track. It's going to be really cool. Again, some choice throughout that day, but we're keeping it really dialed in to help bring people along for this journey. As we said, we'll close that day with some keynotes and then um, head into day three, the 31st. Um, on Thursday, and that's going to be main stage again, real focus on everybody under one roof, connecting, being uh, driven to co-create together, inspiring, uh, fulfillment of curiosity, and again, <laughs> kick-ass entertainment moments, some wow moments that you're not going to want to miss. Um, each day will be capped off with a nice happy hour to bring people together. And of course, as you can imagine, it's uh, it's conferences, it's crypto, so there's going to be some pretty sick after parties as well each night. But, um. <laughs> that, man, it sounds incredible. It sounds That's incredible. It. So everyone can go to nftla.live. Is that the website? Yeah. To, to buy tickets. And yeah. <laughs> it's March 28th to March 31st, correct? Yep. And I got to say, like, this is one of those events where going VIP probably is not a decision you'll regret. So, um, <laughs> there's, there's like, you know, there's, well, a, you guys, have, you guys have been putting experience. I mean, as entrepreneurs, you guys have been putting experiences on for people for years. Yeah. Combined, we've put on over 120,000 plus people events over the last decade. So we we're, we're directing all of that experience and attention with 
an amplified team, man, to, to, to just make this thing special. I mean, this is our first one, right? Uh, yeah. uh, of uh, NFTLA. This is the first NFTLA, uh, but it's not the last, right? And it's not one no. you're going to want to either. No. Well, I mean, I think, and when, when you were saying there's going to be all these surprises, I honestly can bet that it's going to be incredible and it's only setting the foundation for 2023, 2024, and people who don't go this year are going to regret yeah, it, but uh, they're most like, likely going to buy tickets next year. You know, we're talking to a variety of companies that are getting into the mix and the 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 type of, of companies and the news that they're going to drop at this event, it, it's going to it's going to be multiple press worthy uh, occasions uh, every day. Um, you know, so I, I'm personally excited to see how people react to some of the sort of alpha that these companies are sharing about what they're going to sort of present on stage. It's going to be really exciting. It's just yeah. about giving value, man. We want to give value back to the community and make sure we're giving more than we get. Yeah, I love that. And that's that's business 101 and that's the most successful ventures. And that's what's going to make a successful NFT, baby. You've got exactly. that utility. It ain't a scam. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Speak, speaking of that, I know you guys got to go. Uh, last question. Normally, we ask our guests uh, if there was an autobiography written about them today, what would the name of it be? But we're going to flip it just a little bit. With we're going to, yeah, we're going to go a little out of the box because uh, this is a special episode for us. If you had an NFT drop based off of you as an individual, what would it be called? So for each of us or for, our, for, for each of you? Each of you. That's good, man. No, I just call mine now, man. That's my, that's my word. You'll see, you'll see it when if you watch our videos, man. Um, it's up on my wall, always in the videos, man. Now is my my uh it's an inspiration it's a call to action right for me so to to be uh focused on the present and not the past or the future um and also to take action man and not hesitate right to get after it right so it'd be it'd be the now nft and uh it'd be built around inspiring people to get out there and uh take action on their dreams whatever that may be i so, love that so that's great yeah, that's so, great for our younger listeners too that's so that's jeff amazing. and i have uh been business partners for almost or if not over a decade and i i was looking at my um my wall in front of me and so mine's kind of similar oh wait i have to well you guys can't see this because of my background but it's a, a start sort of uh start symbol and um you know i think in the same same way like i just think it's all about action and um moving forward in life and in and, and pursuing your dreams um i think there's prosperity and possibility for everyone. Um, it's just like, what do you want to do? Uh, when we bring people into the edge of company, you know, uh, I was inspired by the former uh, uh, CEO of, of Priceline. It's, it's all about what are your dreams and how can I make them come through? And if at some point in, in one's um, progress with one company, their, their dreams lead them in another direction, it's great. Um, let us help you pursue your your next set of dreams. Um, but while we're in your orbit, let's let's just crush it together. Love that. Nice. Yeah, if I it has a lot of things that came up for me. Um, but I think the last most recent thing is a good is a good sum of of what it would be. So if it was a title for the NFT collection, I'd make it Creator Economy. And uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that I think that's because you know I thought about a lot a lot of things along the way about how I've lived my life like way outside of the box like nobody's ever defined me by anything I've done and it's <laughs> it's frustrating sometimes for me and everyone else but uh, but I've always realized that that's possible like you don't have to do things just because somebody else said that's the way it's got to be you know you 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 can live in your own life and forge your own path and I and what I'm really excited and we being in the NFT space has really reinforced this. I've always been, since I first heard about it, excited about the creator economy and that, you know, yeah, robots are going to take our jobs. That's fine. You know, what <laughs> do we have as human beings that's left after robots take our jobs? And it's our ingenuity. It's our creativity. You know, it's the beauty and imagination that we can add to that. So, um, yeah. So I'd make I'd make my collection the, the creator economy collection signature. Wow. Election. That was deep. I love that. That was three. That was that. We went around, across the whole spectrum right there. I know, man. <laughs> I thought when Jeff started, I thought he was going to set this like stand. No one was going to reach that, but that was incredible. You guys, you guys are amazing, uh, dude. Jeff Kelly, Josh Krieger, Ethan Janney, Edge of NFT. If you've never listened to it before, go listen to that podcast. If you want to get in at the beginning, knowledge We're early, baby. Or if you want to dive deep, they have it all. It's right there at your access, whatever platform you listen to podcast on. They have it. The NFT LA event, March 28th to March 31st. Buy your ticket, nftla.live. Go there. Guys, Edge of NFT, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us, Hey, guys. I know we got kicked out of the bar. They called last call, but... We're back, and I just want to let you know we appreciate you guys so much. Our fan base means everything to us, so if you can, hit the like button, subscribe right here, and hit us up on Instagram, socials, everything, Lobster and Beer TV. We love you. We will see you on the next episode. Peace!